Welcome to Photo Mission Discussive Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I thought I'd talk about what's it like to go on a, I suppose, a photo experience type shoot. And what I mean by photo experience type shoot is that's where someone organises potentially some models or some props or some for or some other things together for photographers to come in and basically practice on and experiment and shoot maybe in an environment that they haven't normally shot before and is there value in doing something like this and how does it help your photography and is it worthwhile so I thought I'd just share a recent experience of mine with um, going to a an event which was put on by one of the local creative hubs in in Brisbane and it was called a sip and shoot so it was a bit of a a bit of a uh, takeoff of the popular sip and paint type concept where people go and have a couple of drinks and they paint it and they you know have a good time so this was a little bit um, different so there was people there was a bar there so people could have a drink if they wanted to people could just chill back and watch the the action unfold people could have their cameras there and they could be shooting along the way with the various different models and the various different sets so it's a it's a great concept because what it does is like I said it, it gets people sometimes shooting stuff that they normally wouldn't have shot so kind of because if you had to go to the trouble of trying to organize some models and get the clothes and get a makeup artist and you know have a set put together for for a one-off person to do that that's a lot of things to actually you know there's a lot of balls in the air there to juggle to make it happen so the idea of having something like an event like sip and shoot put together is a really great concept and I think it's a great way for people like I said if you're you know it doesn't matter what level of photography you're at whether you're starting out in photography or you're just basically you've know, been shooting for years and years and years but you just want something different I can thoroughly recommend this type of event you know I've been to over the years I've been to so many different events like this where there's been access to subjects that you normally wouldn't have access to and usually in a group setting. So you've got all these other people there, and the great thing about that is you can all bounce off each other's ideas. You can see what other photographers are doing and how they're approaching it, so you can kind of study and learn what they're doing. And also, if you start running into challenges with your own kind of camera and settings and that, quite often there's going to be some experienced people who can jump in and you know give you some pointers or help you try to, to work out where you're going wrong. If your flash is not firing or something else is happening, which was the case at the uh, recent sip and shoot. There was a couple of young photographers there having some challenges with their camera gear, so they reached out to some of the older photographers for a bit of help, which was fantastic, and they were happy to jump in and help those young photographers get their try and get their settings because in these type of events, you, you know, you want everyone to have a good time, so you want everyone to go away, hopefully with a couple of shots from the from the shoot that they're really proud of, like something that they may not have ever created before. And I think it's always good, you know, if you're building a portfolio of shots of what you can do with your camera, getting along to these events will help you fill up your portfolio because it helps you potentially put in images there that you might not have previously captured. So they could be useful, like I said, if depending what your, I suppose, what your end game is with your photography, whether you're, you're chasing commercial work or you're just doing it purely for the fun and excitement of shooting. But it gives you, like I said, a library of shots that you know potentially could help you down the track with you know maybe doing another shoot similar like that if someone asked you to 
shoot something and you go, well, I've shot something like this and these are the results I got type of thing. So I think it's well worth getting along to these types of events because, like I said, it just gives you so much opportunity to try stuff that you previously wouldn't try. And the other thing is try and, I suppose, don't limit yourself to one style of shooting. You know, take a couple of different lenses. And look, typically shooting shooting kind of um, those types, that was a fashion-based event. So models and the dress and that type of stuff. You know, sometimes this is a really good environment to practice with your prime lenses. So if you've got some prime lenses, this is a good time to kind of, I suppose, break them out and just practice. So what type of lenses would be ideal to take along if you had access to those lenses? Well, you know, if you had a wide 35mm primes, like a 35 1.8 or something like that, or even faster, that would be that would be great. A nifty 50, the 1.8 50mm is a great choice, or any of the 50mm you know, variants, the 1.4 or the 1.2. And also another good length for shooting fashion and models is that is 85, 85mm. So whatever variant you've got your 85, whether you've got an 85 F2 or 1.8 or, or 1.2, whatever, they're three really good lenses that you can use to, I suppose, get some really good fashion shots. So there's three lenses that you can, maybe you don't use if you've got access to them, maybe you haven't shot with those lenses very much. This really gives you an opportunity just to try something different, to get out there and try, you know, because basically using a fixed focal length lens means that you're going to be moving backwards and forwards, creating your frame, rather than statically standing there and zooming in and out with a zoom lens. So what happens is it kind of helps you, I think, with the model because you're moving and the model's moving. If you're just standing still and the model's, you know, moving around in front of you and you're just using your zoom function on your camera, I think sometimes you miss opportunities because you can kind of, it's good to mix it up and it's good to, like I said, be moving because suddenly you'll like, you'll be moving because model's moving and because the lens, you want to, you want to come in tighter or you want to come out wider and then you'll start to see these possibilities that happen, you know, that you can create with the composition. And I think, like I said, it's a really good way just to practice and just in, in a safe way too, because there's no pressure on you as far as, Say if 90% of your shots failed and they just were no good and you, and you bend them, that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Go look at those shots and work out what went wrong, my focus was off, my exposure was off, all those things, and use those things to learn. So next time you're in that same situation, you can work out a strategy to work around those challenges that you might, might have had trying to capture those images. And like I said, if you say, if you had 10% of the shots that you took were actually worthy to to keep on your computer and maybe even some of those shots worthy enough to share on social media or on your portfolio or wherever you choose to sh- um, share them that's a great result and like I said don't be afraid to fail and I think this is one of the things that happens with a lot of photographers they never attempt to do something because of th- they're worried about failing and failure actually can be your friend failure can actually help you grow and be a better photographer I think everyone who's ever succeeded in doing something worthwhile in life has failed at it several times before they actually are successful at it. And no different in the photography world. Quite often, many of the shots you'll take, like I said, just won't work for whatever reason. But again, you're trying those different ideas and you're just trying to come up with something a little bit different. And by just throwing yourself in there and practicing can really help you, like I said, grow as a photographer. 
So, I mean, I know like some people listening to this podcast may not have access to get into to go to an event like that and where they live. It might be a you know geographical location that's they're miles away from everybody, so there's not much opportunity. But the thing is, what you could do is think about this: is that if you were in a situation and you couldn't get to like a a major hub or a major city where potentially something like this is available for you to shoot in your own you know local geographical area, you know you could probably reach out to a couple of people and just kind of form a bit of a a bit of a community and you know maybe reach out to a model and makeup artist and a couple of photographers and basically just try to put together something yourself just something you know just not too complicated just something pretty informal where you just want to say look I want to just practice I want to set some lights up I want to you know we're just trying shooting um, a few different styles and just see what we can actually create and sometimes it mightn't be you know, you don't need a professional model. Sometimes you just know somebody who is, you know, willing enough to kind of um, be the guinea pig and, and shoot. And, you know, if you come across someone who's never modelled, but if say if you come across someone like a dancer, dancers are fantastic to photograph because of the way they can move and, and the way they can kind of, I suppose, express themselves with their with their body and their, you know, how they lean in and, you know, that type of stuff. So quite often they make for really really great photography models, but also just some people who've never modeled before when they get in front of the camera really are surprised how they can actually work with the camera and, like I said, have that kind of create something that's a little bit different that they haven't been involved with before. And the other thing is, like, don't be afraid to kind of, I suppose, talk to the models, talk to the people around you. And it's an opportunity, like I said, to flush out some ideas. And like I said, it's when you've got a room full of creative people Quite often, sometimes people will have an idea and talk about that idea and then that'll lead to someone else's having an, another idea and then from that point on, something can, you know, something builds from it. So I think, look, it's really a worthwhile exercise. And think about most of these events are going to be like a paid event, some, you know, ones that are organised. It's worth spending the money because, like I said, you couldn't put that together for that money yourself. You couldn't get that many, say opportunities to shoot so many different situations so it's kind of worth investing in that money think about it as an investment in your photography journey and i say this to people all the time that some of the best money you can spend on your you know for, for your photography is not on gear not going out buying that new lens but sometimes like either through education like where you do a course or a workshop that's money well spent or going to an like a photographic experience like the sip and shoot type experience where you've got, you know, a bunch of models and makeup artists and sets and that type of stuff. This is a really good way to grow as a photographer. And like I said, the money that costs to do it, don't think about it, you know, think about it, like I said, as, as a investment in your photography education and your photography journey. And that's the way I think you should always look at stuff like that. I know some people, you know, like I said, it's challenging sometimes for people to kind of always come up with the money. It's not always easy, you know, sometimes just pay for these things if they cost, you know, say 50, 60 bucks or more or whatever. But like I said, it, it is something worth trying to put some dollars aside for. I remember listening to a podcast many, many years ago and they were talking about if you had $100 given to you, someone gave you 100 bucks, and you wanted to improve your photography, how could you use that $100 to improve your photography and there's lots of different things you know people might say 
you might be able to buy, and again, don't discount secondhand equipment because quite often some really good secondhand stuff. So a hundred bucks might buy you, it might buy you a reasonable secondhand tripod or a monopod. Um, you might even find uh, one of the Nifty Fifty one point eight lenses going secondhand for a hundred bucks. That's still got a lot of life left in it. Or it could be, like I said, it could be other things. But then if you just think about taking that away from the gear aspect, if you were to invest that $100 in a couple of photographic experiences, how much further would that expand your photography over, say, buying a, a secondhand tripod? And I think you'll find it will actually give you so much more because, like I said, it's that just not just the, the actual experience of shooting, it's the experience of having other people around you being able to talk to other people and about watch other people. And look, the other thing is watch you'll see people who are just kind of naturally getting in there and start shooting. Watch what they're doing. See see where they're looking, where they've got the model looking, where the lights are. Have a look, just look at what they're trying to get in front of the camera. And if they're directing the model, just try and work out what they're trying to do. So like I said, it's kind of a like I said, you can learn so much by just being there and immersing yourself in that experience. And I think the thing is, what if you do go to one of these things, really give it a shot. Like get in there and immerse yourself in it. Don't kind of be too scared. But like I said, you may want to sit back for, for the first part of it just to, to see how people are kind of interacting and with the models and the lights and those type of things. And And like I said, good opportunity to try and do some experimental stuff. You know, if you can... Sometimes you might bring, you might be able to bring a small prop along that you can use to hand to the model to, to hold and to pose with um, as well. Just to add an, you know, just to add a little bit of a different vibe to your pictures over. Because what happens is quite often with these type of events, you know, when the pictures get posted up online, there's a whole lot of pictures very similar. So sometimes it's good, like I said, to have a little trick of taking a taking a small prop with you that you can give to the give to the model and use that prop to create a little bit of a different look for yourself, like a little bit, you know, add a little bit of uniqueness to the shots. And again, like I said, it's just about experimenting. It's about just trying new things, not worrying about failing. You know, failure is an option in this case because no one's going to get hurt if you fail with the photo. But your chances of learning so much is increased if you really like i said let yourself go in boots and all like i said so much can be done in one of these sessions that like i said it's one of the best investments in yourself by investing money in you to grow as a photographer so this is like i said it's i think it's if you had 100 bucks to spend and you could get along to a couple of these sessions you'll find that's 100 bucks well spent because i think you'll find that you will come away knowing so much more, but potentially too, you'll come away with some connections that you'll make with some of the other people in there shooting. Like some of them you might find that there's another photographer there who lives close to where you are and has similar shooting interests. And quite often it's good sometimes to have a to have a buddy there to shoot with. And I think that's um we all we all need to kind of I suppose immerse ourselves in the community and Especially, like I said, there's a there's a thing about just being and hanging with creatives. I mean, the weekend just gone, I've spent part of Saturday and a part of Sunday immersing myself in around some street artists that were painting a, a paint jam. So the paint jam essentially 
years, you know, there was, there was 20 artists painting and they just had all these walls that were made available in this business. So they had all these kind of block walls that looked pretty ugly and um, by the end of the weekend, all these walls were looking amazing with all this amazing street art painted on it. And it was a great opportunity, like I said, to immerse yourself in talk with the artist and, and learn something about what they're doing and the processes that they're doing and, and capturing something a little bit unique, watching them. And again, whenever you're in that situation, look for, and, and I'll say this like at any the photography shooting experiences, look for the different things. Look for the things that other people miss. So quite often there's a lot of things happening in the, in the room there's people interacting and sometimes just someone interacting with someone can make for a really, you know, a really interesting shot. It might be someone is showing a shot they've taken on their iPhone to a person and that person's actually quite, you know, excited about that shot. So there's kind of like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And if, you know, if you've got your camera there, potentially, you know, don't think about just maybe shooting the talent like the models but you can shoot some of the other people as well that that are there as well that that are interacting because, like I said, sometimes that kind of behind the scenes stuff like that makes for some really interesting photos. And I think that's one thing about like when you're shooting people that sometimes the storytelling part is really important. You know what story you're trying to tell. I mean, if you're showing two people that are having a moment and it kind of be a shared moment over, like I said, looking at someone showing someone an image on their phone. And, and that person's reaction to it, that's a great little story there because you can see. And sometimes with those type of stories, be ready to take multiple shots because quite often it will develop over time. So sometimes they'll see the picture and then they'll go, oh, wow, that's so funny. And then there's that kind of, they become a bit more emotive with their, um, I suppose, with their actions and that type of stuff. And sometimes, like I said, if you can be just ready with your camera just to shoot that, you can really walk away with some, you know, truly... Um, magic moments and I think that's what photography for me is about trying to capture those magic moments sometimes those little moments that only just happen just for that little split second and then that that moment's gone but if you can capture it on in an image you've actually got it now for you know you've captured it for for eternity actually because potentially like with uh, photography that moment can live on indefinitely it can be printed it can be put up online it can be you know there's many different ways to i suppose preserve that moment and i think like i said there's you know and we've talked about a little bit before on focus about how the changing world of creatives with um, ai technology coming in and there's no matter what happens with ai there's there's always going to be room there's always going to be a need for real photography. And, and what I say by real photography, that's that's a moment captured in time. This is not something that's been fabricated by layering, you know, six or seven different images over the top of each other and creating, you know, an amazing composite image. That That is, and that is a, a legitimate part of photography, but it's a different type of photography where I think a photograph really has always been that, just that moment in time. So, you know, when people used to share a photograph back in the 50s and 60s, well before digital, well before, you know, people could manipulate stuff, they were just simply that split second in time, that 125th or whatever the exposure time was, at that moment being just preserved, like it's just put into a into a kind of time capsule. So it's there for ever and ever for people to see. And I think that's a really a really cool thing. 
So look, if you get the opportunity, I, I thoroughly recommend that you get along and you shoot at anything that can give you an experience, anything that can help you shoot something different, anything that can kind of stretch you. And look, if you go there and you're actually feeling, you know, quite nervous because you don't, you've never shot in that environment before, it is, it, it can be hard. Look, it, you know, let's be honest, for some people that will be a really challenging situation to overcome those nerves and to kind of get into the, get into the groove and start shooting. But like I said, it, once you do kind of push yourself in there, and sometimes we just have to push ourselves that little bit harder, if we don't kind of dig deep sometimes and really push ourselves outside our comfort zone, and if your goal truly is to grow as a photographer, if your goal is that you want to keep doing photography and you want to keep improving your photography and you want to get better and better at it, you need to do these things where you basically challenge yourself. So you're challenging your feelings you're challenging your ability you're challenging your equipment you're challenging all these different things so that you can produce something that is unique and interesting and something that you'd be proud of like something that you'd like i said happily put up on your instagram or your facebook or wherever you post your photos is to kind of have these moments that you've captured so in this episode of focus i've been talking about the value of getting involved and doing a shoot experience like where basically you go along where someone else has organized it and you're just there you can walk in with your camera and you can shoot pictures as many or as little as you like you can kind of like i said choose the the locations that you shoot in and the way you shoot and the other thing is might be that you like to uh, and like i said mentioned before like the whole behind the scenes thing is a really cool aspect of photography i mean i mean i personally i really like some of the behind the scenes shots of, of some of these things because it shows you a bit about what's happening it tells a bit of that story and like i said so you know maybe if you're just trying to ease your way into it look for the stories that are happening around you look at what other photographers are shooting how they're what they're doing and, and you can be kind of standing back a little bit you don't have to be kind of right on top of them and they're doing what they're doing and they're not actually they're not actually thinking that you're standing back there potentially, you know, two metres behind them with your camera shooting. That's not really – because I know when I get into the zone when I'm shooting, I pretty much switch off what's going on around me. I know it's kind of one of those weird sensational things that kind of – you're in your own little world and you're just concentrating on what's in front of the camera and you're blocking out all the other activity around you quite often, you know, all the sounds and – flashes going off and people moving and bustling and hustling and all that type of stuff that quite often you just get like I said focused in the zone and you're just trying to shoot and create and like I said it's a really good feeling and that's why I mean I keep going back and doing those types of things because it is really like I said it's a really exciting feeling and it's just exciting to be around other people like I said you can achieve you know some stuff with your photography by yourself and that's definitely, you know, what people sometimes like to do. They like to do their still life or they go out walking and they shoot um, out in the nature, you know, and shoot nature or, or shoot landscapes or sunsets or sunrise. And that's fantastic. And that's a really good way. And look, when I first started, I suppose, really getting back into photography when I got my digital equipment, I did shoot a lot of landscapes, a lot of sunrises, a lot of sunsets. And I found that was a really good way to kind of, I suppose, 
discipline myself to be out with the camera and use the camera. So that was kind of something that I did. And then as I kind of developed my skills and got more and more, then I you got hungry. So you wanted to shoot some more stuff. So you want to try, and then you try something like an experience shoot and, and then you come away from that feeling really good and then you want to try something else and you want to try something else. And before you know it, you're shooting all this kind of amazing stuff. And like I said, it, it it's baby steps. Like don't jump in and do some stuff and, you know, just find your feet and then kind of work through it. And like I said, but I think it's, like I said, the best money you can invest. So, I mean, like I said, if you're trying to, like I said, if you're a student or if you're kind of very tight budget, um, but you really enjoy your photography and you're thinking about what can I do with that money, definitely think about investing it in something like a, a shooting experience. And look, not all shooting experiences are going to be great. So sometimes it's worthwhile actually doing a little bit of uh, due diligence and actually just checking out if that particular thing there's done a few of them, maybe um, you see people will post stuff from that. I suppose people are quite contactable these days with social media that you can actually reach out to people and send them a private message and say, hey, I noticed that you went to the, you went to this and you shot some pictures there. How did you find it? Did you think it was good or did you, you know, have a great time or was it challenging or whatever? And people quite often will share some of that information with you. I mean, they won't, not everyone will. Some people might, you know, not, not want to, kind of share but a lot of people will kind of share say yeah it was really great I got a lot out of it I shot some stuff that I've never shot before and like I said I've you know I learned so much stuff from just doing something different that yeah it's it's like I said I just think it's a really worthwhile exercise and I just thought it was actually worth putting a podcast together and just talking about that experience like I said I originally just did one at the um, sip and shoot in Brisbane and like I said, but I'm sure like wherever you're listening, this if you look around, there's going to be similar types of events that you might be able to hook up with. And if, obviously, if you're in Brisbane, those sip and shoot ones, I believe there's going to be more and more of them happen over time. So that's um, something if you're in Brisbane to kind of look, keep a look out. And if you if you just Google, and I might even put a link in in the show notes to um, to sip and shoot. So if you did want to kind of have a look at what some of the what happened and some of the shots and that type of stuff. And that way you can get a bit of a feel for it as well. Um, but like I said, and look, maybe you've already been to several ones and you've got something out of it. So leave a comment on that if you want to just maybe tell us about some of your experiences that you've had in out there shooting and, and share whether it was actually valuable to you or not. And like I said, not everything's going to always be the best fit for you. That's just, we're all different. So, you know, not, not everyone likes the same meeting, the same food at different restaurants some of us really enjoy going trying something different and other people like to stick with what they know and that's fine so like I said some people aren't always going to some people are going to get more out of an experience than others but it, I do really believe it's how you apply yourself so you'll get more out of an experience if you go there prepared to be have an open mind and you're prepared to take on feedback and you're prepared to learn and watch what's going on that will really help you set you up for a great experience so look until next time enjoy your photography and like i said maybe you'll get out and try one of these type of um, photo shooting experiences just to give you something different and you know maybe you'll learn some whole new stuff and fall in love with a whole new type of photography until next time this is steve finkel for photo mission focus discussing photography see ya